welcome to Herald Broadcasting Network's Bible Banquet, a daily devotional on the book of First Corinthians. Today our reading is First Corinthians chapter 4. I welcome you as we read together. Let a man so account of us as all the ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. But with me, it is a very small thing that I should be judge of you or of man's judgment. Yea, I judge not my own self. For I know nothing by myself, yet I am I not hereby justified, for he that judgeth me is the Lord. We proceed to read the following verses. Therefore judge nothing before the time until the Lord come, who both will bring to light the hidden things of darkness and will make manifest the counsels of the house, and then shall every man have praise of God. And these things, brethren, I have in figure transferred to myself and to Apollos for your sakes, that ye might learn in us not think of men above that which is written, that no one of you be puffed off for one against another. For who maketh thee to differ for another? And what, what hast thou that thou didst not receive? Now, if thou didst receive it, why don't thou glory? Why dost thou glory, as if thou hast not received it? Now ye are full, now ye are rich, ye have reigned as kings without me. And I would to God ye did reign, that we also might reign with you. For I think that God hath set forth us the apostles last, as it were, appointed to death. For we are made a spectacle unto the world, and to angels, and to men. We are food for Christ's sake, but we are wise in Christ. We are weak, but ye are strong. Ye are honorable, but we are despised. Even unto this process, this present hour, we both hunger and thirst, and are naked, and are buffeted, and have no certain dwelling place, and labor working with our own hands, being reviled, we bless, being persecuted, we suffer it, being defamed, we entreat, we are made as 
the fields of the world and are the obscuring of all things unto this day. I write not these things to shame you, but as my beloved sons, I warn you, for though ye have ten thousand instructors in Christ, yet have ye not many fathers. For in Christ Jesus I have begotten you through the gospel. Wherefore I beseech you, be ye followers of me. For this cause have I sent unto you, Timotheus, who is my beloved son, and faithful in the Lord, who shall bring you into remembrance of my ways, which be in Christ, as I teach every where in every church. Now some are puffed up as though I would not come to you, but I will come to you shortly, if the Lord will, and will know not the speech of them which are puffed up, but the power, the power. For the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. What will ye? Shall I come unto you with a rod, or in love, and in the spirit of meekness? May the Lord bless the reading and the hearing of his word this morning. I pray in Jesus' name. Now, of all we have read, this is a sum. Paul is saying in various segments, the true character of the gospel ministers, it discusses in verses 1 to 6, he cautions against dispersing the apostles in verses 7 to 13. Claims their regard as their spiritual father in Christ and shows his concern for them in verses 14 to 21. Here we can take many, many beautiful lessons and we will go ahead to do so this hour. Although the apostles were no more than servants of Christ, they were not to be undervalued. They had a great charge, and for that reason, had an honorable office. Paul had a just concern for his own reputation, but he knew that he would chiefly, he who would chiefly aim to please men, would not prove himself a full servant. That was a Paul's great concern which he brings to us that he who chief aim is to please men will not prove himself a faithful servant of Christ it is a comfort that men are not to be our final judges and it is not judging well of ourselves or justifying ourselves that will prove us safe and happy our own judgment is not to be dependent upon us or dependent 
upon as to our faithfulness any more than our own works for our justification. There is a day coming that will bring men's secret sins into open day and discover the secrets of their hearts. Then every slender believer will be justified and every faithful servant approved and rewarded. The word of God is the best rule by which to judge as to men. Pride commonly is at the bottom of quarrels. Self-indulgence contributes to produce undue esteem of our teachers as well of ourselves. We shall not be puffed up for one against another if we remember that our instruments employed by God and endowed by Him with various talents we have no reason to be proud. All we have or are or do is good. It's owing to the free and rich grace of God. A sinner slash from destruction by sovereign grace alone will be very absurd and inconsistent if proud of the free gifts of God. In explaining the evil of contentions, among believers, Paul makes allusion to the cruel spectacle in the Roman games where men were forced to cut one another to pieces to divert the people, where the victor did not escape with his life, though he should destroy his adversary, but was only kept for another combat and might be killed at last. The apostle goes further <clears throat> to say, that the thoughts that many eyes are upon believers when struggling with contentions, difficulties, or temptations should encourage tolerance, constancy, and patience. He says, We are weak, but ye are strong. All Christians are not alike exposed. Some suffer great hardships than others. Next, the apostle enters into specifics of believers' sufferings and how glorious the charity and devotion that carried them through all these hardships. They suffered in their persons and characters as the wars and violence of men, as the very death of the world that was to be swept away. Nay, as the upscoring of all things, the dross of all things. Thus, everyone who will be faithful in Christ Jesus will be prepared for poverty and contempt. Whatever the disciples of Christ suffer from men, they must follow the example and fulfill the will and precepts of their Lord. They must be content with Him and for Him be despised and abused. It is much better to be rejected, despised, and ill-used as Paul was than to have the good opinion and favor of the world. Though cast off by the world, advised, yet we may be precious to God, gathered up with his own hands and placed upon his throne. Hallelujah.
Believers' bodies are the temples of the Spirit. Therefore, we ought not we ought to give him clean vessels to dwell in. However, reproving for sin, we should distinguish between sinners and their sins. Reproves that kindly and affectionately one are likely to reform. Though the apostles spoke with authority as a parent, he would rather beseech the Corinthian brethren uh, to grow in love. And as ministers are to set an example, others must follow them as far as they follow Christ in faith and practice. Again, Christians may mistake and differ in their views, but Christ and Christian truth are the same yesterday, today, and forever. So, principles of Christian living, Bible teachings, and doctrine remain the same, but method may differ, and we emphasize unity in diversity. Therefore, uh, whenever the gospel is effectual, it comes not in word only, but also in power by the Holy Spirit, quickening death sinners, delivering persons from the slavery of sin and Satan, renewing them both inwardly and outwardly, and comforting, strengthening, and establishing the saints cannot be done by the persuasive language of pain, but by the power of God. And it is a happy temper to have the spirit of love and meekness bear the rule, yet to maintain just authority. This day I pray that God will set our souls afire for his holy word, pure word of God. May the word born deep within our hearts. May the Holy Spirit enable us to preach the truth and not the enticing words of men's wisdom, but in the power and might of the Holy Spirit. This I pray in the name of Jesus. For that I pray that God's hands be mighty upon us today as we go out to deliver us from all evils and to make us victorious in every manner of endeavor, I pray again in Jesus' name. Shall we say amen and amen. Lord bless you for being here this morning. I say to you, brother, this shall be well with you. Be here again tomorrow, and the Lord will make you a blessing. Your household a blessing. Your endeavor a blessing. Wherever you go, men shall call you blessed. A tree of the Lord planted by the rivers of water that will no longer wither but bear your fruit in due season. And so it shall be in Jesus' name.